0: What is up, everybody? It is week 18, the final week of the NFL season. And for some of us, it's the final week of the fantasy playoff. Not many, um, myself excluded. I don't play week 18. I really can't stand it. The amount of luck and the amount of chaos that happens in week 18 is huge. We talked about that last week. But I know some of you play in leagues like that are on the bigger sites that have a two week final as their default. We don't want to leave you hanging. We're going to do a little different format this time, but we're going to give you some details around ways to pick and set your lineup for week 18 coming up. But as always, to start us off, check out the best team in the industry. Welcome. You're listening to JWB Fantasy Football. Thanks for listening. All right. So this week, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you some insights in a slightly different format that will hopefully help you bring home a title. And Once you do, remember to press your commissioner into switching the settings to a week 17 finals game so we never, ever have to do this again. Just real quick, taking a look at last week, I don't want to dive into it. We were two and two in top 12 finishes, 10 and two in lineup advice. I really hope that puts you over the top. And at the end of this show, we'll talk about how the season went. For those of you who don't care, which is totally understandable, you can stop right after we have the play, the player announcements, move on, go about your way, no hard feelings, I know everyone's got things to do, and time is of the essence. So let's just jump right into week 18, trying to pick sleepers this week with so many players either playing part-time or not at all. It's damn near impossible. So let's talk about opportunity and guys that might be available in your league if you lost players like CMC or Lamar this week. So starting out at quarterback, Aiden O'Connell gets a Denver defense with absolutely nothing to play for, and they're awful to begin with anyway, while AOC is playing for his job next season. Same can be said for Jake Browning with the Browns, who have locked up the number five seed and have zero motivation to play their starters. So if you're really hurting at quarterback, those are two guys you could plug and play well on the flip side. This would mean that we're avoiding fantasy football hero Joe Flacco, who I believe is going to be out anyway, getting some well-deserved rest. Taking a look at the running back position, you can find gold in the 49ers backfield if you guess right here. This is a dangerous play because we don't know whether it's going to be Elijah Mitchell or Jordan Mason, who sees the bulk of the carries for this always productive backfield with Sam Donald under center this week. Honestly, for me, give me Mitchell here. I think he still needs to knock off some of the rust going into the playoffs, but both have flex appeal. And I think both could get enough carries to help you out. Also, we want to keep riding the hot hand of Devin Singletary in our lineup in a huge, huge game with the Indianapolis Colts that has major playoff implications on Saturday night. And lastly, if you're looking for a true Hail Mary, take a look at Pierre Strong Jr. if you're truly desperate because we're going to avoid players like Jerome Ford, Kareem Hunt, and Gus Edwards this week, all of which I think get a rest to make sure they're healthy going into the playoffs. Wide receiver is a whole mess. We don't know if T. Higgins and Jamar Chase are going to sit with nothing to play for. We don't know what's going to happen with Devonta Smith and his ankle. So I want to play it really safe here and take a look at only teams playing for something at this position. But this doesn't mean that we're completely out of luck. The Packers, Texans, Colts, and Jags give us plenty of opportunities. And honestly, I want you to check those waiver wires for Christian Kirk, who might make his return this week in a huge game for his squad. For the Packers, it'll come down to health for all of them. But as always, if you know anything about this show, you know that my man Jaden Reed is the top pick for the Packers, for your fantasy squad, if he proves healthy and is playing. And then lastly, the dumpster fire that is tight end, honestly, in this one, your guess is as good as mine. But basically what you're looking at is either teams playing for something like we've mentioned throughout here, or take a look at grabbing a quality number two tight end like Noah Gray and hope you catch lightning in a bottle. Basically, if they're healthy and active, you're just going to hope for the best here. One spot for points I would check is New England. I'm hoping Hunter Henry comes back for the season finale. If so, he'd be a smash start. I think he's a guy who could actually fall into that top five to seven tight end range. But if not, take a shot at Mike Isecki and hope he falls into the end zone because that man's not going to break a tackle to get there. We do know that. So listen, that's about the best that we're going to be able to do for week 18. I'd love to give you smash starts. I'd love to give you fades. But the fact is what you're looking for right now is who's playing and who's not. And that information is starting to trickle in as the week goes on. And we'll continue to go do so all the way up until game time. So this is where you're going to want to be keeping an eye on Twitter, following those beat reporters for local news and also following your more national reports like Shepard and Rappaport to get that info. But you know that already. So, listen, with that, we have come to the end of our first season at JWB, and I can't tell you how much I appreciate all of you that have watched these throughout the season. Your views, likes, and comments have really meant the world to me, as not only would you show a new website, but we brought what was formerly a print column into now it's a solo video show, and I know we got off to a rough start, so I appreciate you all sticking with me. For those of you interested in numbers, we hit at about 28% of our top 12 smashes. So if you take a look, we were over one per week of picking people outside the top 20 to finish in the top 12. So we were looking at some league winners throughout the season. And then we hit 51% of our lineup advice. I expected to hit at 30 and 65%, so I do expect improvement moving forward. But if you take a look at six, since week 12, we were hitting about 34% on our top 12 finishes, and I believe somewhere around Seventy percent for our lineup advice, so we did get things rolling. But honestly, I expect better. I like rallying from a terrible start, but next year I want to come in strong and hit all eighteen weeks like a champion. So this off-season, what's going to happen? We're going to bring you some strategy videos, a full review of this show is what i'm going to be doing in my off time just taking a look at the process how did we get that slow start how can we make sure that next year we bring you a stronger start in all the dumpster diving that we do so listen i appreciate each and every one of you thank you so much for following along thank you so much for checking out this show i'll be announcing on twitter where i'm gonna be in the off season you're gonna see some things from me on this jwb youtube channel so check it out and of course i'll be back next year so listen i hope you all got those championships already locked up if you're playing this week i hope you crush it get those titles i appreciate all of you happy new year can't wait to get to the off season check you soon (laughs)